Good morning. I feel very much at home here because there are so many young faces around me. And I'm just wondering how many of you young students are interested in science or medicine? Let's see a show of hands. Well, that's fine in a way, but uh, I also have to apologize then because I'm not going to discuss science in detail, in meaningful detail, uh, during this uh, brief uh, preliminary presentation. If, uh, however, you ha have any questions and we have any time, there are a few uh, overhead slides down there that I can show you with regard to three specific interesting areas of chemistry and related fields. My years as a high school student uh, during 1941 to 45 uh, corresponded approximately to the years of involvement of this country in World War II. Uh, it was not a period when one made long-range plans. And uh, through good fortune, I was able to, to go directly from high school to college. At that time, college programs were accelerated. And partly for that reason, uh, in the space of about five years, I received both baccalaureate and doctoral degrees. Uh, I started my teaching career at the University of Illinois at the beginning of 1951, and after eight years there, moved to Harvard, where I've been teaching now for an unbelievable 32 years. It seems like 32 weeks, and I think that's my first bit of advice to the young people in the audience. Time is precious. Your lives will go by faster than you can imagine. So don't waste time. Make the best of every minute. Uh, these uh, 40 years have been enormously satisfying and exciting. Uh, each year has been special in its own way, and each has been filled with uh, new experiences and new people, new events, in unbelievable variety. I uh, sometimes wonder whether this is something within me or something within our educational system in this great country. I think it's probably a little bit of each. Uh, it, it so happens that I've never applied for a job. And uh, not because of this, but to some extent connected, I've never really considered myself to do any work. Uh, what I do is more fun than work. Uh, I occasionally tell casual acquaintances uh, who ask that I don't have any ordinary work or employment that uh, I just do a series of interesting and, uh, and enjoyable things. Uh, so I would maintain that uh, the biographical sketch that you've, you've possibly read that uh, claims that I have a strong work ethic isn't altogether accurate. What I do is more fun than work. And that includes uh, teaching, having discussions with colleagues, and uh, friends, discussing science or writing about science, doing research, interacting with my group, and so on. <clears throat> uh, my field of science uh, is uh, the chemistry of what usually are called organic compounds. I like to call them carbogens, uh, members of the enormous class of carbon-containing molecules which uh, make life possible. Carbogen 
much more interesting and uh, proper English word than organic uh, compound. The naturally occurring carbogens uh, are the matter of all life. They constitute the, the machinery of life. And their science, at a molecular level, defines a, an extremely fundamental language of that life. Within your lifetimes, I believe that the principles and the main rules of life are all going to be known and clear. There will be much to be learned in terms of detail, but there will be no very deep mysteries. And that goes uh, all the way from how cells work to how the brain works. So your, uh, your lives will uh, be touched by tremendous progress, tremendous new insights. Those of you who elect to go into science or medicine uh, will not regret that decision. Uh, this field of, uh, of science is exciting because of the confluence of events in the fundamental chemistry, physics, electronics, computing, biology, etc. These uh, new uh, ideas and, and these, this new knowledge comes from the interaction of activities in all of these fields. Uh, the, the science of carbogens, uh, which is my main field, uh, is the basis of one of the major enterprises of our society in this century, that is the development of new therapeutic agents. And uh, this enterprise, the pharmaceutical industry, will be uh, one of the premier growth industries of the world for the next century. And I should say, it's now a $200 billion-plus annual worldwide industry. The humanitarian value of the fruits of that effort and that industry, uh, though, are incalculable. <clears throat> I teach uh, graduates and uh, undergraduates at Harvard. My research group includes about 30 people. Uh, and during summers, it's aug augmented by a few undergraduates. This year, this summer, I have working in my group David Liu, uh, a second-year student at Harvard, who was at this event last year as a student. I have to tell you that he's working on a graduate-level research project and doing extremely well. Uh, our research group is now studying a number of topics. Uh, I'm a generalist within the field of carbogenic chemistry. My interests run from the side of physical theory to uh, structure and function of molecules to the construction by chemical synthesis of the most complicated molecules, usually molecules of biological interest. And beyond that, I'm interested in the applications of uh, that range of chemistry to fundamental medicine. So we're now studying uh, topics such as the following. Molecular robots, small molecules that pick up selectively uh, other molecules and assemble them, much as a production robot assembles uh, a piece or machine on an assembly line. And this is a repetitive process so that the molecular robot uh, precisely fashions from smaller molecules much more complicated ones in a predictable and efficient way. Uh, we're interested in using our science to find uh, cures, 
uh, a cure for AIDS. We're interested in, in the subject of neurotropic factors. Uh, th these are uh, substances that uh, promote uh, the development of neural cells and, and that are uh, powerful tools for study of how the brain works and possibly therapeutic agents as well. Uh, I'm afraid I don't have uh, a great deal of time, but I'd be uh, happy to answer questions in a minute or two using uh, graphical slides. Although you're a specialist and you work with um, an elite group of people at Harvard and that are very knowledgeable in science, what kind of scientific education do you think that the common American needs to possess in order to make decisions and et cetera? I think it's important to recognize that uh, each, uh, each of us must go through life constantly learning, and especially as new knowledge accumulates. Uh, and I believe that there are uh, various means for following science, but it's important to learn science as a student to develop a, a foundation in mathematics to some extent and in the, in the various uh, uh, fundamental sciences. But uh, we have to, to, in an advanced, complex society that's constantly faced with new and increasingly complex problems, we have to regard education as a lifelong thing. And the more science we learn, the better. And uh, uh, I hope in this country we, have, we continue to have unparalleled opportunities in this direction because it's very, very important. I have a question more personal. What have brought you to science and uh, especially why is organic chemistry? I talk to many scientists, everybody has a story. Somebody read a book, somebody went to lab laboratory. What was in your particular case? Uh, well, I enjoyed all of my subjects as a student, but especially mathematics. And initially I thought I might want to be a mathematician. As I uh, took advanced courses in various fields, I became fascinated with chemistry because of its central position in science, and especially carbogenic chemistry because of its, uh, of its uh, relationship to human well-being through uh, the health applications.